Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, 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 bono. Look like she got that nasty woman's disease. You told Hoppo to beat me. You ain't nothing but a big old heifer. Ha, 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 ha. I said, fine with me. Oop, time to go. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It's your girl, Hadia Robinson. Um... I feel like I shouldn't have to add, like, there should be no question about what that introduction is. Like, that was three very clear, clear, like, you really don't need anything else with after that introduction. Now, in the event you have no clue what that intro was, um, a few things need to happen. One, um... I need you to go and smack whoever was around you that didn't expose you to that introduction. One. Two, I need you to get online, Amazon.com, Blockbuster.com, old-ass movies that I should have saw but I didn't see, .com, um, and get your whole-ass life. And then um, I feel like you need to um, go to church. Yeah. Because it's very clear that you're missing something in your life, including Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Happy to be here once again. Uh, it's been a great week. Um, shout out to all my people in New York. I saw all the torrential rain videos. And um, I just put my sunglasses on and I was like, I'm sorry for y'all. <laughs> Team Petty, lock them up. Um, couple of announcements. Um, first of all, I want to shout out Black Girls Rock and everybody that's going this weekend. Um, I'm super jealous. I want to make that very, very clear. Um, I was supposed to go, but can't. And I am sick about it. Number mainly because Maxine Waters is being honored, and I feel like I just need to be in the room in the same airspace with Maxine Waters. You know what I mean? Like she's she's giving life like that. Like you don't even have to meet her. You don't even have to shake her hand. You just need to be in the same airspace to get something. You know what I'm saying? To like like her black girl magic is like that movie um, Outbreak. <laughs> Like, soon as she starts speak, speaking, her black girl magic just go in the air and just spread out among the masses. So, you know, I've been here for Maxine Waters since, like, day one. Um, happy birthday, President Obama. Oh, my God. Like, what, like, before when he was actually president, I would be like, oh, happy birthday, Obama, and then go about my day. But, like... When I realize that he's not the president anymore and we legit have the most, I, there isn't even a word to adequately describe how stupid the person that's in there is right now. So, you know, taking all of that in and then taking in the fact that Barack isn't in office anymore, it just makes it extra heavy. So it's like, uh, uh-huh. 
Um, I'm not going to do a lot with uh, 45. I will just say this. There's something to be learned from how this man lies. This man will tell a lie when you got video, you got signed confessions, you got witnesses, you got pictures, you got every all the evidence you need to say, no, actually it was this. And he'll still be like, it was the greatest day ever. I'm the greatest person. I'm the most, I'm the most smartest. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of shit he would say. Um, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. Happy birthday, Barack. I hope this is my birthday wish for you. My birthday wish for you is boom. You wake up like you already up, boom. Y'all somewhere like extra super dope fly. Like maybe Michelle and the kids just got you together, put a blindfold on you, put you in this like van oh that'll be even better right like no that would be kind of scary but still dope right boom you going out for your morning jog right you got your secret service all of that but a van pull up put a mask on you boom throw you in the back of the van you in that mug they got you tied up you in there fighting and wrestling you know i feel like you mad in shape son so i know you're gonna be throwing blows and like you know what i mean right boom you get to the location, they pull the mask off, you in a warehouse, you sweating this shit, and then you look around, man, and then it's like bad stripper bitches, and Michelle like, ah, turn up, but don't touch them, but turn up, and then boom, it's like a whole ass party and shit, right, and then like, Jay-Z, Beyonce, mad people come out, like Oprah is there, right, like, so the strippers gotta leave. No, you know, I feel like Oprah will be down for some stripper shit. Not like she gonna be paying them hoes. I'm just saying, if they walking around, she gonna be like, all right, girl, but come to my master class and get your life together. But right now, <laughs> take care of your son. <laughs> right? And then, boom, they party mad hard. Like, it's just like, the level of opulence, I, I, I can't even wrap my brain around because I don't even know that yet. Boom, right? But it's just, just imagine like a bunch of dope ass, rich ass, fly ass black people in a warehouse. Don't nobody even know they there. Of course, Secret Service know, but right. And of course, you know, Donald Trump know because he a petty bitch. And so he always trying to track and see what's going on. So he probably somewhere sitting looking at, at his desk and shit, getting a report crying. Oh, oh, why is he doing this? Right. Boom. But it don't matter because all these people in this building turn the fuck up. Boom. And then after that, they party mad hard. And he don't even know because he went out for his run at 7 o'clock. But the building is, like, completely black. And so you feel like it's nighttime and shit, right? And then, boom, about, like, 4 o'clock, a whole jet just pull up. The, the roof of the warehouse open up. The jet land inside of the warehouse because they got that kind of technology. Like, we don't know about it. We just used to jets landing, like, <laughs> like flying and then having to slow down. No, this shit is, like, the the... the <laughs> Happy birthday, Obama, because I could keep going. This shit would be so elaborate. <laughs> and then you get on a spaceship, right? <laughs> Happy birthday, Obama. You were, are the greatest president this country has ever known, had uh, elected twice. Boom. I love, I still love that clip when he was, when he said, uh, I have no more campaigns to run. And somebody started cl uh, clapping. He was like, I know, because I want them both. I was like, what? Anyway, so happy birthday, Obama. Um, 
Question from last week. Hey, y'all. So thanks, everybody that responded, sent me a message, inboxed me, sent, left a comment, sent an email about the glitter capsules. Are y'all about that glitter sex or what? And uh, I got a lot of fun responses. Um, <laughs> uh, Daniel Crow said, clogged urethra? Yeah. That I, that I feel like that's absolutely what would happen if you stuck a glitter capsule into your penis hole. So the fact that there was a question mark on there was more of him asking me, like, do you think I'm about that life? <laughs> um, the thing is, no dude responded that they was about that life. That's the thing. So remember that, ladies. No dude was out here like, yeah, I would absolutely put some glitter and a random capsule into my penis so I could shoot stars and stripes for this chick. Just something to think about. I called it. I already told y'all it was going, that was what it was. Uh, so keep that in mind while you putting all these foreign objects into your soul. Okay. Um, let's see. Safari Charles says, I would never, ever put anything in my dick hole for any reason whatsoever. Even hearing you ask the question sent shivers through my loins. The thought alone makes me weep. However, in all caps, I wouldn't be opposed to my wife. <laughs> it's so pretty. I wouldn't be opposed to my wife using glitter caps. It's so pretty. See what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Safari for keeping it 100, but I, it's exactly what I said. Dudes don't have no problem. If you want to do it, girl, if you want to catch that yeast infection, go right ahead. I'm not about to be, what? But go right ahead. I know. Y'all ain't surprising me. Hey, Dre, hey, said, it's a no for me. <laughs> Uh-uh. It was just the, the girl emoji with the cross on her face like, uh-uh. <laughs> Smith Robinson said, hell no, crazy-ass people. You ain't lying about that. But, hey, if you are enjoying a glitter uh, explosion or whatever the case may be, enjoy yourself. Please make sure you're drinking lots of water so you can flush whatever needs to be flushed. Uh, get some, I would absolutely do some research to make sure. Uh, I don't know if that's something you can test though. You know, remember back in the day when you would get a perm, I'm saying back in the day, cause that's more for me, but, um, whenever you try to perm or something like that, they always tell you find a space on your neck and put a little bit there just to see if you break out, see if you have any kind of reaction. Um, I don't know how you could do that with a glitter capsule going in your ha-ha-ha, right? I don't know if you're supposed to just stick it in a little bit and then shoot it out. I don't know if you're supposed to open the capsule and put a little bit in there and then uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but Hey, whatever you're doing, enjoy it. Um, at the end of the day, who am I to judge? Who are me to judge? That is the dumbest shit ever, but I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to report what what's going on in the world. So y'all enjoy that glitter shit. Um, and hopefully you don't end up with a glitter rash on your glitter 
box. <laughs> uh, all right. So next week's question is, are we watching football or no? As you know, uh, the league football season is rolling around, but Colin Kaepernick is still without a contract. He's, uh, he's being, um, basically locked out because of his, because of taking a knee, he's been taking a knee for the past season as a protest to the treatment of black people in this country by police and just the systematic oppression of black people. And in doing that, uh, team owners and all this shit are basically like, oh, they feel like he's a bad look for the league. So the question is, are you going to st- stand with Colin Kaepernick or are you like, whatever, bro, that ain't got nothing to do with me. It's about that cowboy nation. It's about the the Eagles or whatever, whatever is your team. I just want to know. Let's have a conversation about it. Uh, you can leave a message on Facebook, Twitter. You can also send a message to blackasspodcast at gmail.com. Are you, are you going to stand with Colin Kaepernick or are you trying to get your life this football season? Uh, hit me up and let me know. All right. Let's get into these stories. Okay, boom. We'll start here. Um, <clears throat> speaking of boycott, uh, it was recently announced that HBO is uh, looking to do a series um, called Confederate. And it's basically about um, what if America, like, is set in America where the South actually won the Civil War and their slavery is still happening. So it's set in present day, but their still slavery is thriving, all this other shit, right? And uh, during the last episode of Game of Thrones, uh, it was a hashtag kind of like campaign started by April Rain called no hashtag no confederate she is also she also started the uh hashtag oscar so white which you know was like had twitter lit during the oscars so during the past episode of game of thrones she had everybody tweeting hashtag no confederate now there were of course a lot of responses and black people on twitter are just Black people are the greatest and worst thing that ever happened to the internet. I'm going to just say that, and I mean that as a compliment, but (laughs) we are undefeated on the internet. I'm telling you, dead ass, there's nothing that happens that the black people are not going to get on the internet and make great, whatever it is. We're going to make a song. We're going to make a dance. We're going to have, like, it's just going to, we're going to find a way to make that shit lit, like take it to a place nobody ever thinks of, right? So shout out to black people for that. Now, of course, it was a lot of responses. One of the, a lot of the responses was, you know, you can't stop people's creativity. It's freedom of speech. You can't stop. And, and then there, the response from the creators was, let's just wait and see. No, no, no. I don't think we need to wait and see. I'm going I'm to give you my, this is my, this is my problem with Confederate, right? My problem with Confederate is white people don't need a show like that. Yes. I said white people do not need a show like this. Y'all didn't even know how to act when Trump was having his KKK rallies. The amount, like how much white people turned up 
during Trump's campaign, during those dumb KKK rallies, when white people is punching people in the face, when they pushing this black girl through the crowd, when they having people thrown out, when they trying to pull off her jabs. No, white people, y'all don't need this shit. This, the last thing y'all need is anything that gives y'all the, uh, the idea that that things could go back to where they were. That's the whole reason why Trump is in office because he took it back to the good old days. He making America great again. But for some white people, you know what that's saying? Get these niggas in check. Yep, I said it, and I'm not the only one that believes that, and I'm sure that a lot of people who also have been watching what I've been seeing are thinking the exact same thing. We all, white people voted Trump in office. It was not about his business savvy, because the motherfucker ain't business savvy. It was not about his politics, because he, let him tell it, he don't have no politics. It wasn't about his experience, because, duh, he don't have no experience. But you know what he, you know what he does? You know what he has? You know what he is? He's a big, fat white man that gives the allusion that whiteness is coming back and you ain't got to get in my inbox because there is no com we're not going back and forth about this it is what it is i said what i said and if you think i'm lying go look at his last uh little rally in west virginia now this man has had a hundred and a hundred and some hundred plus days and has done nothing has been the worst has done everything wrong plus right and it is a sea of white people behind him. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Right? So obviously it's not about being presidential. Obviously it's not about being brilliant. Obviously it's not about doing what's best for the country. It's clearly about... I'm not going to do it. I don't need to do it. I don't need to do it. Anyway, so boom. Um, white people, y'all... So it's, it's clear that y'all not prepared for a show like Confederate and black people, we not, we don't need it. We don't need it, nor do we want it. It's not, no, look, we, we are dealing with enough. Just looking at videos of police killing black people. You think I want to tune, you think I'm about to tune in on Sunday to watch some black people get their ass beat and pick cotton or pick, you know, Shit, I can go outside and see forms of slavery. I can I can read in a newspaper and see forms of slavery. I can read about shit. The water situation in Flint is another form of slavery. So no, I don't need Confederate to tell me that the South, if the South would have won, that slavery would still be here. No, the South didn't win. And guess what? Slavery shit is still popping. So I don't need it, right? But then this would kill me, right? Uh, after it was an announced, and when it was announced, the makers of Game, the creators of Game of Thrones, they standing there, two white dudes hugging, hugging each other, like, bro, we fucking did it, yeah, man, it's gonna be great, back to back, we're like fucking, we're like Jordan or something, we're like Kobe, man, fucking, yeah, right? Then the backlash came. Then all of a sudden, two black people just met, came, poof, out of nowhere. I know I ain't the only one that's seen that. You seen that shit, right? Two white dudes at first, backlash, here come two black people. Now I definitely know I ain't watching this show because that is that is like racist 101. Oh, shit, y'all got a problem with this? Let me find two black people. Now, uh, their names are Nichelle Tramble Spellman and Malcolm Spellman. Now, one used to, the sister used to write on Justified, brother used to write on Empire, or, you know, they writers, producer, whatever. Neither here nor there. Here's my thing. 
I really hope that this shit wasn't your idea. What I'm hoping and what I'm praying and what my, what the spirit is telling me is that y'all took a project to HBO. HBO passed on it. When all this shit popped off, they was going through their catalog, black, black, black. We need a black person. Black, black, black. We need somebody black, black. Hurry! You know, the alarms was going off. The smoke was coming out of the machines. Black, come on, guys. Work faster. Right? And, and, and they had fucking... Defcon 3 out this bitch, right? Boom. Come across y'all project and they get, got y'all on the phone. Hey, how are ya? Y'all like, what's that noise in the back? Eh, eh. People screaming and shit. Papers going in. Oh, nothing. Just, uh, we're at Universal Studios. Um, so we just, we kind of circled back to your project and we love it. Grandma's hand sounds amazing. But here's the thing. We don't think it will fit in this quarter. So why don't we have you guys come on board to this amazing project that we're working on. It's with the creators of Game of Thrones. And you guys will be co-creators. Is that cool? Just come down. We'll take some pictures. Yeah. That's what the fuck happened. At, at least that's what the spirit. The, the ancestors are not telling me that they took a project into HBO about black people being slaves in 2017, 18, 19, whatever this is actually done and supposed to roll out. The answer, I'm, uh, yes, huh, Grandma? Okay, you sure? Okay, ask Maya, uh-huh. Well, what did Malcolm say? All right, uh-huh, okay. All right, well, tell Dr. King I say hi. Okay, right, my grandma just, she confirmed it. It's fine, don't even worry about it. It was a whole little, right? This is my question. Who are going to be the black people playing these slaves? Because I kind of feel like we're done with that. Are we not done with this? I feel like we should be done with this. Unless it's a story about some slaves that end up killing mad white people, setting shit on fire, taking all their money, building a boat, going back to Africa. That's kind of hot. Copyright. I got it. I already said it. with that but you're not about to have me do watching not now another story about some black people getting their ass whooped getting getting raped i'm not here for it i don't want to see it it's not it's not on my catalog it's not in my lineup i would rather watch love thy neighbor okay i take that back look at the end of the day i'm not a, i'm not here for it and I get that the starving actor struggle is real. I'm a comedian. That struggle is real too. But at a certain point, all of us going to have to say, I'm good. That's just going to have to be it. I'm good. Nope. I'm good. No thanks. Mm, I'd rather not. Thanks, but no thanks. Now, on a brighter note, and real quick, just want to shout out uh, April Rain again for the hashtag and the whole movement and the Twitter storm and the boycott and whatever you want to call it. Shout out to you, sis, um, for even, you know, creating that buzz and creating that energy and letting them know, no, nah, we good, bruh. We good on that. Y'all, no, we're not about to, we're not about to do that. No, thank you. Right. And in the most perfect, I, and it, I came to realize that it wasn't even a response, but in the most perfect announcement to follow up the Confederate bullshit, it was announced that Amazon 
was working on a drama from Will Packer and Aaron Magruder. As you know, Will Packer just did Girl's Trip. He did Think Like a Man, Jump in a Broom, a lot of movies. And uh, Aaron Magruder is behind the boondocks, so you already know that shit about to be woke as fuck. And they're doing their own alt-history drama, and it envisions an alternate history where newly freed African Americans have secured the southern states of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama post-Reconstruction as reparations for slavery. And with that land, the freedom to shape their own destiny, the sovereign nation they form, New Colonia, has had a tumultuous and sometimes violent relationship with its looming big neighbor, both ally and foe, the United States. Yeah, I'm watching that shit. First of all, it's got my favorite word in it, reparations. So I'm already on board. Boom, right? Then it's got it's like they done secured whole ass states. Yo, I'm already here for that. I want to go there right now. And it's like the most lit state, Louisiana. Yeah, like Mississippi, uh, Alabama. Uh, 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 but we need that heat, black people. We need the heat. We need that sun. We need that energy, right? And we need them crops. We didn't already, we didn't already won because we didn't tapped into the biggest industry of this country, cotton. Yes, I'm telling. Like shit, I feel like right now you can probably find a white T-shirt that got some slave blood on it. That's how real. That's how deep rooted the cotton industry is. But Mississippi, Alabama, what? That's all fucking cotton right there. I think Georgia was cotton too. But at the end of the day, I know it's in Alabama and that's our state and we own it. Do y'all understand how big and how how opulent these black people would be living? First of all, I watched um Boardwalk Empire and just seeing Chalky getting his life and I was I was hyped, right? So imagine now black people actually got some reparations on three whole ass states. Do you understand how big this shit fits to be? Look, and look, I'm here. To, I want to see all the rich ass black people, but I really want to see who the snake ass black person gonna be. Cause you know it's always gotta be one. That's just how the storyline works. It's gotta be that one person that you hate. It, who is going to be? Who is gonna be the um Cersei of this show? I hate to use that as a reference, but everybody fucking hates Cersei, so I had to use it, right? Boom. Who is going to be the black person that's mad evil, you know, playing both sides? Boom. And then they trying to figure out how his information getting from the black ass states to new, from new colonia to, right? They're they like, damn, we just decided we was going blah, blah, blah. How do they already know about it over here, right? They don't even know that it's a black dude that's running information that's getting paid on the low and he, and they're using him, right? But I just wrote season one. Y'all see that, right? Y'all, y'all, I caught it. Season one, I just wrote it. Somebody get Aaron Magruder on the phone right now. I'm ready to go to work. I'm ready. I'm ready to clock in. I just clocked in for free. So now I'm ready to clock in for money. Um, but I say all that to say Confederate is going to flop. If y'all, if they even try to do it, it's going to flop. It is what it is. That shit is going to be um what was that shit? where the white people was in every white movie that's been in Egypt in the last five years that failed. That's what it's going to be. Cause at the end of the day, black people go to movies. We fund and fuel that shit. We are the biggest consumers on watching TV. We fuel that shit. So it's going, eh. HBO. Y'all need to hang that shit up, bro. Y'all need to really make grandma hands and quit bullshitting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, if that shit really called grandma hand. <laughs> but I'm super hyped. It's going to be on Amazon. I already got my homegirl Amazon Prime number account. So, <laughs> no, dead ass. If they, when they do this show, I am absolutely paying for my own Amazon with my real ass email address, with my real ass credit card number. And I'm going to keep the fucking account all year round. Not just when the show on the air. I'm telling you, I'm keeping this shit all year round. That's how dedicated I am to seeing this shit get made. Like, y'all can have my money. For this, you can absolutely have my money. Confederate, you don't play yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm still going to watch Insecure because that is my show. I will absolutely be tuned in. But trust and believe, when Insecure goes off, I'm turning my shit off. And that's going to be it. And it's going to be a wrap. Um, But... Uh, anyway, speaking of people who get it, people who understand, people who see the movement, uh, Procter & Gamble released a ad called The Talk and, uh, really, really powerful. And it's basically about black mothers talking to their kids about how to navigate this life, how to navigate being black in America, how to navigate this whole thing. Um, and you know, if you haven't seen it, then I invite you to get on YouTube and look up the talk and watch the video. It's a two minute video and it's just, and it's black women throughout the ages talking to their kids. My one note is I wish it would have been some black men talking to their kids as well. I feel like that's the part that they kind of didn't get and didn't. That would have made this shit so damn powerful. It's powerful, but it would have been over-the-top powerful to see black men talking to their children as well. Um, but, you know, it's still powerful nonetheless. Um, and it's women throughout the, from the, like, 50s to, like, 40s all the way up into today. Um, just talking to their kids about, you know, you got to work harder you got to, you know, you're just as good as them. You're pre you're pretty, not just pretty because you're black. You know, if you get pulled over by the police and, you know, I, I want you to get home. This is what I need you to do. Here's, keep your ID, da 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 right? Shit that every parent has talked to their kids about in the last, you know. And I'm sure it's exactly what parents were talking. I mean, I feel like they took actual home video and created this video, not just they imagined it, but this is like, I feel like this came out of real ass moments that somebody had saved on uh, a cassette tape, a reel to reel, you know, all the way through to uh, iPhone video. And of course, white people, and, you know, and I and I hope y'all get that when I say white people, I'm not saying not that I'm apologizing anyway, but I want you I want to make it very, very clear that when I say white people and I take that side, it's not white people across the board. It's the specific white people who always have something to say when there's any movement for black people, when there's any when when black people are being addressed in any way, when when there is an acknowledgement of the the hardships the the systematic oppression any of that toward black people and then white people want to come out the woodwork like it's like it's a lie like it's some shit we made up like we didn't just spend the last five years watching black people get murdered and that we're creating this racist 
state that we're creating racism that black people or as some people like to comment Obama ushering in the racist no bitch where have what first of all let me make something real clear and then you know um maybe if you know some white people like this you can you can tell them I said this black people are not here to live their lives from oppressed we don't want to we don't want to have to watch videos like this we don't want to have to have conversations like this we don't want to have to tell y'all that it's some shit going on because for whatever reason y'all have this amazing ability to block out everything else from everybody else this amazing ability to see dogs locked in a cage and ball your fucking eyes out to see animals being you know people wearing furs and y'all just lose your whole ass mind you quit your job just to run around the 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 nation throwing paint on people but you can see a child being murdered in a park with a fake gun by police who get out the car and and take two seconds to assess the situation before they take his life and you don't see no problem with that it's always a well have you peeped that right it's always we just well, maybe, right? And the situations get progressively worse, right? Before it was like, well, we didn't know what led up to Mike Brown. We didn't know what Mike Brown said to the cop. We don't know what, you know, we didn't. We don't know who called the police. We don't know this and this, this, all the way to Philando Castile. Well, we don't know what had, see, cause, right? Progressively worse, but it's always an excuse. But you don't have no problem with people who have to live in this state, but have a problem with people who address the fact that there are people who are living this way. That's, that amazes me. That floors the shit out of me. Especially when you talk about these good white Christians, you know, and that's not something I'm, that's not the title I'm giving them. That's the title they're giving themselves. I'm just a good white Christian. I'm just a white, I'm just a Christian, a good old Christian. Wow. What what part of the Christian game is this? Oh, okay. They so everything else was going down in Bethlehem. Y'all was in um <laughs> Y'all was in the city next to Bethlehem. It was a little different over there, right? Like Anyway. So shout out to Proctor and Gamble for taking a moment to acknowledge and um and draw attention to the fact that it is 2017 and these are real conversations that are being had. You know, these are real issues that are being addressed. I mean, shit, look at the fact that they're now trying to repeal and overturn affirmative action. And the fact that we still need affirmative action, not that we have it, the fact that it is still needed. That's like, that's what, that's that selective shit that always gets me upset. You know, never want to address the whole issue, want to find bits and pieces to address. Never addressing the the root or the reason why it even has to be done. But wants to say, this is just part of yeah, I can't believe, uh, focus on making so I never buy Procter & Gamble ever again. This is horrendous and I will not... That's what kills me. You ain't buying no more Procter & Gamble. Okay. Let me give you a list of what Procter & Gamble sells, just so you can be clear. But you don't have no problem buying shit from the Coke Brothers. But okay, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you I'm going to stay focused. Stay focused. Boom. 
Procter & Gamble, always. So if, you, if you're a woman on your, and that has a period, good luck with your life. Um, Bounty, Charmin, Crest, Dawn, Downey, Febreze, Game, Gillette, Razors, Head & Shoulders. You know, that's white people shit right there. Uh, oh, yeah, Head & Shoulders. What else they got? Um, Olay, Oral-B, Pampers, Tide, uh, Vicks. Let me see. Uh, what else is on here? Scope, Fix-It-It, Crest, uh, Bounce. Mr. Clean, do you do you get do you get the 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 range I'm giving y'all right now? Like this is legit everything. Ivory, Old Spice, come on now. Well, good luck with your life. I guess you ain't never gonna wash your ass again, huh? Cause this is all the soap. Folgers, come on now. Where you, Jeff? Bye. You ain't going nowhere. Y'all talking all that shit. Y'all ain't about to go nowhere. And if you really, if you really care. You know, I'm not going to do it because the point, you know, it, it's almost like I'm talking to a Trump supporter. And it's like, no matter what you, evidence you show them, what, no matter what facts and details you give them, they always have an excuse and they still going to back Trump. So guess what? You don't want to fuck with, you don't want to fuck with uh, Procter & Gamble? Don't. Okay. Good luck washing your ass with rose petals. Or, you know, hot water or whatever, whatever your plan is. Cause I'm telling you all of the soaps. They they even got the no name soaps that I wouldn't even buy. You know them soaps where you be like, who the fuck you? The soaps when you look at them in the store, you like, yeah, it's definitely gonna give me a rash. <laughs> they even own them soaps. So good luck. Okay. Anyway, shout out to Procter & Gamble. They're also going to be rolling out another campaign uh, for gender equality. So they are absolutely moving in the right direction and helping people who obviously are too stupid to figure out for themselves that we, look, we're a community, we're a nation, we don't have to live in the same area, we don't have to all go to the same school, but we have to care for one another in order for us to move forward as a nation. That's the end of the day. And that's it. All right. Um, oh, I had a, a read a really um, interesting story about this uh, woman who says she feels like she's a better mom when she's high on weed. <sighs> you know, this type shit right here makes me it. It's almost like when I hear that the opiate addiction is just, it's, it's tearing our community apart. And we have, addicts should not be sent to jail. They have to be treated. Like all of a sudden, now it's okay. Now we got to do everything we can to make sure that we help these people. Now that white women are smoking weed around their kids, it's like, oh no. It's fine. She's a better mother. And when you are high with your children, you realize, yo, get the fuck out of here. First of all, uh, this woman who is, I'm like, oh, now we can do that. We can just go on the news and talk about how we using drugs around our kid and it's cool. Now, granted, she's in California and this is a free, I mean, a state where you can't smoke weed and whatever, but 
You know, it's just so funny how all of a sudden now it's it's this level of acceptability. It's almost like, what, guys? Come on. Come on. We have to move forward. So she's like, she likes to get together for play dates with other mothers. Her name is Casey Baldon. And, you know, she likes to just get together with other mothers and they get really high and they smoke a bong and then their kids are just frolicking in the yard nearby. Let your black ass be in your house with your black ass kids. Be in your yard with your black ass kids. You and your homegirl turned up listening to fucking, you know, some good ass trap music or whatever. Y'all smoking weed. Now the kids is fine. They fed. They got diapers on. Everybody, you know, as clean as you can expect a two-year-old to be. Like, let's not be crazy. A two-year-old is, they're just grubby things. That's just what it is. A two-year-old, they're sticky. They're grubby. They're, they eat stuff off the floor. It's two. It's, it's whatever, right? So these kids ain't like in white dresses or, you know, white little jumpsuits, but they're as clean as you expect a two-year-old to be. They're safe. They're within the yard. Everybody having a good time. They might got some shit on the grill. And you telling me the police going to come to the house and they going to say shit? They gonna, it's gonna be, they gonna look at them and say, oh, looks like you guys are being some great parents. We're going to let you guys have this day and take care, okay? No. Let, let four black women be in the yard with their kids smoking weed and some police having to come by if they neighbors ain't already called the police on them. And you telling me CPS ain't about to come down there and take all their goddamn kids? You telling me they ain't about to be up in jail trying to find some bond money? You telling me they ain't about to be serving community service? Get the fuck out of here. You a lie. But Casey Bottom and her girlfriends they can just get together and have cucumber sandwiches. Okay, that was a lot. But they can just get together and make, you know, have some mac and cheese right out of the box and, you know, spark one up, put something in the air and pour something out for the homies. And it's fine. We're just being good parents. This is the hypocrisy that I'm talking about. And this was what I was talking about in the last episode. You know, it's like, And we see it all the time, so it's not even that it's surprising. I just like to make sure that we're calling it out, that we're having a conversation about it, that we're not letting it happen and nobody's saying anything. So I'm calling this, this is bullshit. I call bullshit. Let me tell you why I call bullshit. Because the dude that killed Philando Castile... One of his grounds was saying that, oh, well, if Philando felt comfortable enough to smoke weed around his daughter, then obviously he was, he, that made him fear for his life because he smelled weed smoke in the car and Philando was smoking around his daughter. So are police going to roll up on Casey and her girl crew the next time they in the yard smoking weed? Are they, is she going to end up getting shot? Is he going to feel for her life? No, he's not. Because number one, they ain't even coming to their neighborhood. Number two, if they even come, Casey and them is going to cuss them smooth the fuck out and they know, and they're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. We're, okay, ma'am, enjoy your day. And they're going to walk the fuck off if they even say anything to them. That's the difference. When black people mind their own black ass business, police, they just feel like they have to say something. Let me tell you.
tell you how real it is. And I'm not, and it ain't just me because I've seen videos online. White people feel like they just have to say something to black people. Nobody asked their opinion. Nobody asked for their information. Nobody, nobody is even, you know what I'm saying? For, I'm going to give you, for instance, yesterday I'm walking my friend's dog. Now I'm on the street. And the dog stopped to pee. Cars are passing. The light turns. This lady rolls up, rolls her window down. You need to pick up after your dog. First of all, bitch, the dog just took a pee. Second of all, bitch, if you ain't the motherfucking police, if you aren't fucking, if you don't clean these streets, Bitch, I don't want to hear from you. Third of all, bitch, you didn't even know what happened. You just felt like it was your duty to say something to me. What the fuck is you talking to me for, bitch? You don't even know me. You're driving in your car, bitch. Drive your car. Go on with your life, okay? Now, if I'm in your neighborhood, if I'm walking around where you are, and you clearly see my dog take a shit, and I don't pick it up, then you should absolutely say something and I wouldn't be mad about it because I don't like people who don't pick up their dog shit either. But the fact that you just assumed that my dog took a shit or you assume that I wouldn't pick it up for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe because I'm black, but the fact that that was your assumption coming from down the street, not even seeing what the fuck is going on, but you felt ballsy enough to say, you need to pick up at that bitch, my your fucking life. But that's what I'm talking about. That's the shit that black people, you know what I'm going to do it. Ah. I keep saying I'm not going to do it, but I do it anyway. And I really don't want to make all these topics about black people, but hey, this is a black ass podcast, so I got to give that black ass point of view. And I know, I know I'm not the only one who has experienced this. And if you are a white person that feel like you got to chime in and lend in and lean in and say something and, and advise, bitch, keep it to yourself. Nobody asks you. That's how people get punched in their fucking face. Because nobody asks you. It's not directly affecting you. You You don't wear a badge, nor do you have a job that requires you to say shit to me. Don't say shit to me. You are not my overseer, bitch. I am not on your plantation. I do not pick cotton for you. I do not watch your kids, bitch. I do not mop your floors. Shut the fuck up up anyway back 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 and back one more step boom so i I would be really interested to see uh, a black chick and three of her home girls getting together watching their kids and smoking weed and see how that turns out and see if she don't have police run up in her yard to see if she don't have guns drawn on her to see if her kids ain't traumatized because they have to live the rest of their life having seen their mama get shot in the head by some police that run into the yard like goddamn uh still team six i would be really interested in that i really would um yeah so yeah let me find out i want to see the report when keisha Asia, Donna, and uh, Brandy have their moment where they talk about how they smoke weed around their kids and their kids ain't taken. That's progress, people. Um, but shout out to all the parents who do smoke weed. I can't imagine being a parent and not woo, being high at least 30% of the time, if not all the time, at least 30% of the time because, wow, that shit is a responsibility. And I was around an amazing kid. 
for like three months and that and I I was still tired and I'm talking about this kid is amazing still tired so imagine being around a kid who got emotional issues hyperactive all kind of shit like that Woo! I would absolutely have to have me a blunt as soon as I wake up in the morning, you hear me? I'm talking about before my feet hit the ground, I got to put take two long puffs in order to get my mind right for the rest of the day. Um, all right, so final story. The NAACP has issued a travel ban, travel advisory, I'm sorry, travel advisory for black people in Missouri, traveling through Missouri, around Missouri. Missouri is trash. All right. So, uh, it was circulated back in June by the Missouri NAACP, uh, and basically the state leaders told the Kansas City Star that the decision to issue the advisory was made after recent legislation was passed in the state to make it harder to win discrimination suits. So basically what that saying is, is that if you come through Missouri as a person of color and you have a problem, we don't give a fuck. Not only do we not give a fuck, we're going to make sure that the laws reflect the fact that we don't give a fuck. So whatever happens to you while you in this good state right here, we ain't got nothing to do with that. And you can cry and complain about it all you want to. And you can march if you want to. But guess what? It don't matter. We not about to pay y'all. We, we're going to harass the shit out of you. You can cry and complain all you want, but you're not going to get no money. You're not going to get no justice. So thank you so much for coming out. And uh, please keep going through to Chicago or wherever else you're going because we have nothing for you here. Think about that. This is America 2017, and there is a travel advisory for people of color. Like, this is shit that happened in the 1800s. This is shit that happened in the 1900s. This is shit, like, there was actually a book for black people. called It was called the Green Book, but it was basically a book that black people used to know which route to go, which street to go, what time of day to go, where you can stay, how to avoid the KKK, who getting lynched over here, what hotel you can stay in, what black people have hotels. Like, we needed an actual book in order to maneuver this country. And here it is, 2017, and there are there's a travel advisory for a state in the United States of America. Surprise? Not me. I don't know who else would be, but this is Missouri. This is the same state where Mike Brown was killed. This is the same state uh, where the students of the university stood up again because they were all being harassed, and it was a lot of racist tension and racist students on campus. Went to the president. The president had shit to say. Then the football team stepped up and was like, well... We ain't playing in the next game. And then all of a sudden, everybody was listening like, hey, 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 wait a minute. You know what? We do not. Um, this is a university for everybody, and we want to make sure that everybody. So uh, is the football team playing yet? Okay. Well, now, okay, as long as the football team playing. Which speaks to the power of black athleticism. And really, without even knowing the numbers, you have to recognize that there must be a whole bunch of money moving around if the whole, if the president, of the university get fired and these students get everything that they want mm. when they knew what was happening didn't have no problem with it but all of a sudden the football team was like we ain't playing they was like ah actually right which then if you pay, if you put it all together conspiracy chick and once you add in the fact of I wish y'all can see my fingers cause you know I, you gotta do your hand when, it, when it's the conspiracy and as we <laughs> 
which is why the NFL is so afraid of Kaepernick and which is why they want to silence him and get him out of the league because the last thing they want is more black people stepping up in that way because then once black because if athletes were to say yo we're not playing no more games we're not doing nothing else in this whole ass country until this 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 and that you think that shit ain't about to be passed you think they not about to do everything you you think these people ain't about to be cutting into them you know how much money they the nfl the nba is making the NCAA is making? Yeah, they did that shit in the 1910s, but they would never do that again. Now, I'm not saying that it ain't white dudes that have done some star-ass plays. Hell yeah, I see. But you ain't watched the whole season of Kevin Love. No, absolutely not. You watch the Cavaliers for who? LeBron, period. For Kyrie Irving, period. You watch Golden State for, um, for Durant and Steph Curry, period. That's it. They're not about to do a whole season of nothing but white dudes. They would never. They tried it in the 1910s, and it was boring as hell, little bounce passes and shit, little boring-ass jump shots, and then when they let a black person in, they brought all that motherfucking swag and athleticism. That is the most perfect example of once you go black. NBA ain't going back. They are not, okay? You know why? Because nobody has watched a whole season of basketball and the one person that they thought about was like, yo, Kevin Love. No, no, not at all. At the end of the day, in a conversation with Shaq about Shaq, Kobe, Charles Barkley, um, uh, Ray Allen, any, Jordan, you ain't about to be bringing up no white dude. Sorry. You're not. We speak to the power of black athleticism, right? But that also means that these black athletes have to be the ones to step up, just like these, like the kids at uh, Missouri did. But are they going to do that, right? We're talking about people who are cashing checks for like $250 million. Like, I don't, what did Steph Curry just get? It was something nuts. It was something so nuts. Now, I like to believe if I was in that position, I would still be about that life. Like, yo, you know what? I would be at the little secret black people athlete, take over the world, shut it down, get justice for my people meeting. That's the whole name of the meeting. Like, it would be an acronym or some shit. I don't know all the letters, but it would be undercover. Like, you know, with all them letters, it'd be like, call your mother on Thursday. And people would be like, you know, one of them undercover things and. The NSA is reading it and they just like, oh, call your mother on Thursday, ain't nothing. But actually, that's an acronym for can we get to, <laughs> I can't get the, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, I would like to think I would be that person at that meeting that would be willing to sacrifice my check. But hey, I've never seen a check with my name on it for $280 million. I believe that the power is there. And if those athletes stepped up, shit would change. I do believe that. I believe they would have a meeting. All the top white people that's really controlling all of this shit would come together and they would figure it out, right? Rockefellers would be there. The Kennedys would be there. Trump would be there. I'm not saying that Trump is smart. I'm saying that he's making enough money where he would be in that conversation. All the top white people that's really controlling all of this shit, they would be at that meeting trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. Donald Sterling would be there. 
Now, we ain't seen Donna Sterling since he said that shit about Magic Johnson. But the power of black athleticism is so real that they put his old ass up out the street. You ain't seen this motherfucker at a game since. It's almost like they put him on a boat, sent it into the rivers, and shot a, a fiery arrow into it like we was on one of them Camelot shows. That's what it's like. That's how powerful that shit is. But are people going to be... Are these athletes going to be the ones to sacrifice it and step up and say, boom, 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 right? So, you know, it's, it's crazy that it's 2017, damn near 2018, and we're still having conversations about uh, travel advisory for black people, where black people should go, where black people shouldn't go the discrimination of black people in this country, right? The, um, the, it's just a show about slave. Like, it's almost like we've moved forward, but we haven't. It's almost like we're in this perpetual state of, it's like we're recycling the same issues over and over that we're in the same state, but it's a remix. I don't know. I'm going to smoke some weed and think about it. I'm going to go find some white moms taking care of their kids and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to smoke something and I'm going to figure it out. But to the black people that's going through Missouri, please be careful. To the black people who are in Missouri, please be careful. Um, and I, th I really believe that this law that they're passing here is not going to just be in Missouri. It's going to spread. The, these states and these cities are not you know, these anomalies, they really do represent a lot of the other mindsets of this country. And once it passes here, then somebody else is going to pick it up. And then somebody else is going to pick it up. And I'm not saying this to be like, to, to create, I don't, I don't want my podcast to be something that people feel like I'm, I'm a fear mongering or anything like that. Not that that's what, that's not what Fox news is doing all day with fake shit, you know, with made up stories and, and whatever. But I think it's worth the, I think it's important to have the foresight and to, and the ability to see and connect the dots and see the direction that is heading and see, Oh, if this happens, then a possible step, is this, or if this is happening, could this possibly be a means to get here? I don't know. But hey, we'll see what happens, man. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, Yeah, I had a good time. Don't forget to chime in on this week's question. I'll be watching the NFL or no. You can hit me up on Black Ass Podcast um, at Instagram, Twitter, or um. Facebook. Also, you can send a message to blackasspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, want to give a big thank you to everyone who is supporting the podcast on Patreon. If you would like to help me bring you this podcast and you want to be a part of this black ass village, please log on to 